Hello and welcome to A Humanistic Perspective, episode 22. This is a very special Monday episode. This weekend we actually had the privilege of having my good friends Chris Gatos and Clay Ellaby over to the house in the compound and we just uh, hung out and had a great time. So I wanted to extend forward our weekend festivities into our Monday episode. Um, So this is a just special episode where we catch up on how we met in our childhood to where our lives are at now. And I think really... uh, For people in our age range or around our age, this is a really good episode to just get a bunch of different perspectives on really how college works out, how you find your path, and and really where you're going. So I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. And as always, make sure to like, subscribe, and share the channel to everyone that you can. And uh, we love you guys. Enjoy this episode. All right, and three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to A Humanistic Perspective. As always, I am your host, Chad Castilla, and today we have a very special episode with you. This is the reunion of Triple Entente 3C, me and the boys. Let's introduce you guys itself. Who am I joined with today? Yo, I'm Clay Ellaby. I am 22. I live in Yorkville right now, and I'm attending North Central College, and I work at Millhurst Sale House in Yorkville. That's yeah. tough. And then uh, over here to my left? Yes, sir. Uh, I am Chris Gatos. Uh, I currently go to school up in Oshkosh, Wisconsin at UWO. Uh, I'm a marketing major, 21. What else did you say? <sighs> Whatever you want, man. <laughs> yeah. Feel free. All right. Thank you guys for joining me. Yeah. And uh, this is really just going to be a free interview episode where we just sort of talk about life, talk about what we got going on. I, I really, you know, I want to get in first. Let's start with, uh, you want to do our first sips of our coffee of the day? I mean, it'll be our first sips, but. <laughs> I had like 10 sips. <laughs> yeah, Clay's I'm been sorry. going ham on the <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to try it. Awesome. Right, let's see here. Whoa. That's pretty good. I'm getting kind of fruity notes. I am too, right? It's kind of sweet. Yeah, a little bit. That's really nice, actually. Do you so? Do you drink uh, a lot of black coffee, Clay? Where, yeah, I normally drink black coffee, but I I wouldn't say that I'm like a hardcore coffee drinker. Okay. I know, like you're into. I don't know about Chris. Yeah, where I, are you at? I love coffee. Okay. Um, we always have coffee in our apartment. Um, yeah. but we normally make iced coffee. Iced coffee is normally our way to go. Okay. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. So I wanted to get in and and talk, baby. How did how do we all first meet? Like what how how are we first connected and Actually this is this is funny because let's get into this. I do remember the I don't I don't know why, but I, I don't remember meeting Chad. But I do actually remember meeting Clay because I at the time Okay. Uh this was high school. I jeez, maybe sophomore year was I think it was sophomore year. Yeah. Sophomore year high I school. I think it was junior year. Was I, I have a story. You do okay. Too. Really, we'll, we'll we'll link the two. We'll link the yeah. two. But uh, I I remember because pre prior to meeting you, I uh, was talking to Chad about magic because we were really into cards at the time. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh my god, I got I got this one friend. His name's Clay Ellaby. He uh, he's been doing magic for I don't even know how long. Like you should just like see like you just gotta talk to him." And I was like, well, "All right. I mean, I." when can I meet this guy? And it was like, I don't know. But I don't remember too much after that. But I do remember having this conversation because I was actually like borderline intimidated to meet Clay. Really? Because yeah, really? I had hyped up because his magic Because you hyped skill? up his magic. Yeah. Yeah. I was like. That's amazing. Oh, man. I was like. I, I probably was, to, Clay. I was yeah. probably your biggest marketing hype fan. Oh, was cool. I always was, cool. was like, oh, you guys. Oh, have you seen magic before? No, then you need to meet Clay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Clay's, Clay's the guy. Clay's the guy for magic. Definitely, and and all of Yorkville, I feel like you were one of the most predominant names, or like people I knew. Like there were always kids, right, that might be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go on YouTube, I'm gonna learn a card trick here or there. But like someone who really invested time into it. Could you yeah. maybe share a little bit about that in your in your life and and where that came from? Yeah, so I got into card tricks mainly, and that happened when I was ten. I went to a Bulls game actually and basically saw just a guy that was doing stand-up card tricks outside of the arena. Yeah, and uh, it was interesting because 
what he did was like a, a card trick where it was a signed card that ended up in an envelope in his wallet. Whoa. So wow. it was crazy. And then that kind of got me hooked. Yeah. And that's turned into an obsession that ended shortly after high school. But yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That's really cool. So you had said you had a story that could connect. Sort yeah, of how I'm, Chris first met. I'm interested. Yeah. So it, I the first time that we talked, like I knew of you from Chad, but the first time that we talked was, I believe it was in gym class. We had gym class junior <laughs> year. Yeah. And we yes. didn't talk to each other. It was the first semester of junior year. We didn't, we hadn't talked to each other. But in late September, we had that like, I think it was like the bus drill, like the bus safety drill, was, where oh. they tell you about the safety yeah, things yeah. of the Jump bus, about the back of the bus. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was that day. We sat next to each other, and that was the first time that we ever talked that I remember. Huh. And then we kind of developed our friendship from there. That's crazy. That is awesome. That was a really cool moment. Yeah, and I I feel like we met freshman year. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, because we did uh we did marching band. Yeah. At least. Mm-hmm. Because I, I do remember That was probably yeah, our first that was, time. We that were was probably it. And then yeah. we we hit it off, I feel like, heavily over like we bonded over hockey. I remember yep. hockey was mm-hmm. something we'd always talk about. And then it was magic too, I think. Yeah, I think so. Which was freaking that was that was a cool time. And then Clay, I feel like did we meet through the... I feel like... How did we first meet, Clay? Was it through the neighborhood? I feel like I feel like my mom told me that your mom and my mom had communicated before. I, or something. I definitely I remember know. you from grade school. Yeah. Like, we, so, we met, like, way back. Yeah. So, we knew of each other. Sure. We might have been in a couple of elementary school classes together. I think we met through drama in yes. middle school. Was it? That's exactly it. That's exactly probably it. Yeah. Damn. We, so we go pretty way back, but like, what was, what do you think was the moment that sort of brought us all together? Was it probably that common bond of magic? Was that, was that what we, what we did? I life? think so. I think eventually it, it was like, that was kind of the one major thing we all had in common. Yeah. And then, and then it came to gym class and then we we're all like, oh yeah. All right, cool. I, I know a couple people in my gym class yeah. and then it was just like from there what all right i wanted to go into that like what was there was something about all of us like we we knew how to like i feel like read each other and work together as a team like we were fucking we were powerful and we were i feel like as as a team yeah well i think at that point we were already established a friendship for at least a year i think at that point yeah and then it was just yeah legendary (laughs) yeah (laughs) It was triple on time. It was triple really. on time. Was yeah. that winning? The, was that the name of our basketball team? At the, it was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Class? Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, that is where triple on time came from, because I think when we were doing our magic stuff, it was C three. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did and we? Did we do? I feel like we all got together and practiced magic at some point when we were mm-hmm. younger. We definitely did. Yeah. Clay, <laughs> we definitely did. Clay's basement. <laughs> Clay's basement. Yeah. And then we played was always uh, a spot. Then we played 007. Yeah, some of those oh, websites yeah. though were yeah. really cool that you would show me from back in the day. Yes. Like that yeah. was that that was cool for the magic and stuff. Like learning about that. I think I feel like there's a lot of great skills that come from becoming a magician. Like there's like some improv skills and Yeah. And there's yeah. There's people really skills, cool. people skills. 100% for sure. people skills cuz it's like a lot about controlling an audience and, and the psychology yeah, mm-hmm. of course, hundred mm-hmm. percent, and dexterity in general. I think it applies to other things. Oh, hundred percent, definitely. I uh, I wanted to go back, so I thought that was like like I remember that that us winning at that basketball game heavily as a great memory. Yes, from high oh, school, top top. Because high like school, yeah. I definitely think we were underdogs. Not, <laughs> definitely not the sure anticipated underdogs. winners. The greatest underdog story. Yes. <laughs> can, can, can someone explain in depth more? Like, who did, do, do you guys remember anything from that, really? Like, I, yes. Yeah, yes. I mean. Go, share, yeah, share go, your perspective. Go, go. Okay, there was so much. I think we need a little <laughs> backstory. Okay. Because we were three kind of nerdy band kids. Yes. You know, all three of us practicing card tricks and, and whatnot. <laughs> yes. And it's not that we 
were like unathletic, but we weren't yeah. the most athletic kids compared in to the, the other, gym class. Yeah, yeah. compared to Definitely. the athletes, like the football and basketball players in our in our gym class. Yeah, we had a, yeah. a pretty athletic gym class. We had people that were on the basketball team. We had people, yeah, that were on other sports teams in high school that we rivaled and ended up coming up on top in that tournament. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was insane. I remember like. What was our strategy? I wanted to go into like our mindset. I feel like I always was like, all right, I'll play defense. Clay, I feel like you were our scorer. I think it was Chris and I doing yeah, a lot of scoring. Yeah, we, we you took, guys passed off that role. Yeah, because I think I just, I just ran around everybody. Um, cause, okay, so speed. how how it was set up? Right, it was it was, I think it was round robin. So it was it was a tournament. Yeah. Uh, and so. It was it was three on three for everyone, I think. It was three on three. It was the three of us, but we also had a sub. We had Jimmy O'Malley on our team. <gasps> That's right. No I forgot way. about Jimmy. Shout out to him. Oh, yeah, Jimmy O'Malley. Too. If you're watching this, man. Uh, damn, that was a crazy time. So oh what happened? Oh, my gosh. We get through high school. We get to graduation. We all sort of like split off and just you know we live yeah. our lives we, we you move yeah. on you have that like period in time where you where you do that what was it like for both of you because you know i wasn't a part of that experience yeah well we actually uh clay and i actually went to prom together um we we brought our dates and yeah we sat at the same at the same table at prom um so that was that was kind of a cool last hurrah because i think the last well not the last time because we've been together before but uh was at graduation we yeah. took we took pictures at graduation mm-hmm. yeah wow. and then did you go right away to wisconsin for college or like what was your path for you right no away? i so i actually did a year and a half at wabonzi the community college yeah, yeah, yeah. um so i was there for that time period but i wasn't technically always in town i i lived in yorkville with my parents uh well montgomery you know and then uh, once it came to my last semester at Wabonzi, I actually was living in Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. And I had to drive an hour and a half to, to classes like Dang. every day. Yeah. And it was, it was crazy. That's um, brutal. Yeah. First semester. First semester. Yeah. Uh, and so after that was when, when I actually moved uh, up to Wisconsin. And what, 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 like... What was like finally what made you like this is the place this is going to be where I want to call home. Well, it's actually funny cuz uh I would have gone right after high school. Um but cuz I that's actually a story within itself. I uh I had everything set up to go uh fall of 17. So right after graduation, I was I was set to go and um I had a roommate, I had a dorm, I had I had the uh, whole shebang. Yeah, I was like 2 weeks away from from moving in and then uh the financials came back and i was like all right well this is what you're going to be owing because they i i don't know why but it took a long time for me to get that information yeah. um and yeah once i once i got the slip of how much i i have to pay for it it was already like too late to apply for loans oh. and so i was like well i'm kind Shit, of I, i'm, not gonna I'm out of luck right now yeah. yeah so i i ended up just uh signing up for classes at wabonzi and then uh yeah, that was that was kind of what it happened there. Out really, like, it did. Seriously. Yeah, it did, and and honestly, it saved me a lot of money too because yes. community college, yeah. you know, it's definitely not uh, as pricey as. Yeah, and like especially when university. you have to do gen eds, bro. Like, you could do gen eds. I mean, anywhere. yeah, I, I need exactly. them anyway, so I was yeah. like, whatever. But it was yeah. cool too because while I was in uh, community college, I took a couple classes with my mom because she went back to school to be that's yeah, awesome to go to nursing so she had her prereqs and everything and yeah and we took a couple classes so it, it was worth the experience for sure yeah. yeah did you say it was one year or two years at Wabansi? it was a year and a half year and a half yeah so uh three semesters yeah yeah and then i was off to wisconsin so and how do you like it up in wisconsin how is life different in wisconsin versus being in illinois uh personally like yeah yeah for okay um I mean, it's it's really not too different for me. I mean, it's just you know different people. Uh, yeah. The crowd is definitely different. Um, yeah. A lot, a lot more um, local parties sure. um, that I guess I wasn't used to 
here, but at the same time, I didn't go to university here, so I can't really, you know, sure. speak on behalf of everybody. So, yeah. Um, yeah, when it comes to uh, to my situation, it was pretty. It was a pretty easy transition from Illinois to Wisconsin. Hell yeah! Yeah, that's awesome. And Clay, how about you? So you, we finish up high school. Where where where'd you go off to? Like right away then? I know you're at North Central. What was your path like? Yeah, my path was a little different because I didn't go to community college. Sure. I was really lucky with the scholarships that I got going into North Central, and they're a, a private college. Yeah. And uh, so I had a decent amount of scholarships that I was kind of blessed to get from the school itself. And then I applied to a bunch of other scholarships and I happened to get one local one that made a really a tremendous impact. I got it three times throughout uh, three of the four years. And it basically just allowed me to uh, actually end up going debt free out of college. Wow. Nice. So, no way. Whoa. Yeah. That's amazing. Congrats. Thank That's you. a really Good fortunate stuff, situation bro. Yeah. to be in. Like, That's crazy. You, but you worked for that. You earned that. So that's awesome, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> Good for you. So yeah. both you guys, where, where are you at right now in your life? What do you think is the next step? What are you sort of seeing for yourself career-wise? Where do you want to go? What do you want to be doing? Well, for me, I, uh, I actually still have probably a couple years left of school. Uh, I did change my major. So um, I'm kind of like just going through and seeing what classes are compatible with the new major as opposed to what I've already taken. And then, uh, yeah, hopefully within the next couple of years, I'll actually graduate. But so it's a little different for me because you, are, Clay, you're graduating soon, I think, right? Yes, I'm graduating in May. Yes. May 12th. Yes. Oh, and we are actually having a ceremony. Really? You are nice. like in person? Awesome. Yeah, in person. With Ooh. masks and distancing oh, and yeah, all course. that. Of course. And it's split among like the four different colleges. So like the business school, like the, mm. the STEM, and there's four graduations. So they split it up pretty nicely. Wow. That is really nice. Wow. I know other, I know like Benedictine is not doing a graduation ceremony, even though they're like a few miles away. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool that we're having one. Yeah. Wow. That's sick. Where uh, where do you think you're gonna go next with 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 life? What do you what are you thinking you want to do career wise? Chad, that's the question. I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm I'm truly I'm really trying to figure out what aspect of marketing I want to go into yeah. because it's so vast. Yeah, there's a couple. What yeah. do you like about it? What do you what do you, all right? Both of you guys are in the marketing world. What what drew you there? What are you passionate about, and why? You want to go first? Sure. I mean, for me, it's. Uh, so I was kind of, I was very undecisive of what I wanted to do in college. Okay. So in high school, I had started um, taking basic CAD classes yeah. because I love drawing. I love not like drawing cartoons and stuff like that. I was really into architecture. And so I originally thought, oh, I, I love drawing these CAD uh, diagrams and everything about it. So I was going into architecture. Well, going into i mean like i was in high school i was like oh that's what i want to pursue right. and then my I, you know talking to my parents i was like well you know architecture is very one like you go to architecture you're doing architecture you know there's no ifs ands or buts about it like if that you better make sure architecture is all you want to do because that's all you're going to be doing and so instead i was like you know what you know, why don't I just do like structural engineering? And so it basically just, I was in this huge avenue of trying to find what I wanted to do yeah. and making it vast. Yeah. So I kind of wanted that, you know, wide range of different uh, occupations that I could go into yeah. um, after graduation. And so, and there's pros to cons to that because had I actually just stuck with one, <laughs> I would have, you know, probably be graduating alongside with you uh clay but now i am to the point where because i went through okay i went from architecture to structural engineering from there i went to uh mechanical engineering and then i was like all right well you know maybe that's not like that's not exactly what i wanted to do mm -hmm. but hey technology is taking you know a huge skyrocket in technology so i was like you know what cs i'll go into computer science and then I took my first programming class, failed it. And I was like, yeah, I'm not programming. Yeah. I can't do it. But you did something that's really smart that I, I think a lot of people don't do. And that is 
you never got defeated and was like, well, college isn't for me. You said, you know what? Maybe I'm I'm going to be so open. Mm-hmm. I'm going to explore, and I'm not going to stop until I find exactly where I. Feel. Yeah, and and there's pros to cons to that as well because obviously I, you know, I'm just taking classes at this point. Right. You know, because I I needed to be full time for you know my loans or FAFSA like all of that, and so I just took more and more classes that were you know, still required, but it was, it wasn't giving me a sense of direction. It was just like, oh, I need these classes anyway. Like I'll take them. Whereas if I just jumped, like if I had known what I wanted to do, I'd be able to, uh, do a mix of the two and actually get a taste of what, you know, program that I was pursuing at the time and be like, all right, well, this actually isn't what I want to do. You know, maybe this one right. instead of just, oh, just floating in my mind of, yeah, this is what I want to do. <laughs> and then, yeah. So, That's sick. so, um, we were on the path of of your passion for it, and like, what 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 what? So the was it really that that flexibility of of being a marketer and where you could do with that? Or? Yeah. So when I finally got to the end of it, because I'm I'm not changing my major again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when it got down to it, I was like, okay, uh, I do enjoy drawing. I do enjoy like advertisements. I like understanding what's going on in the market, like yeah. the business aspect of it, and that is is marketing and so it it only took a couple you know dozen people to talk to to figure it out but it 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 is what it is like i I actually figured it out and that was that was basically every aspect of marketing is what i wanted to actually do so it was kind of kind of nice to actually be like wow it only took (laughs) only (laughs) took a few years to find out i want to do marketing but yeah it is what what about you yeah go ahead clay i actually want to dig in one more question with you chris Mm -hmm. What kind of marketing are you trying to get that, into? I don't know either. Ooh, Honestly, I, I'm heavy in the graphic design um, and po- and possibly advertising, mm-hmm. um, but I I couldn't tell you. I mean, I'm only taking uh, – currently, I'm taking uh, accounting, uh, law, HR, uh, HR management, um, stats. So it's like – I'm I'm doing the very essentials of like to get into the the program, right. and so I'm I'm still not even you know. You haven't gotten to uh, specify or know enough of the spe- specifications to know where you're going to yeah. define your path. In right, the industry. right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, I totally get that. I could definitely see you kind of in the graphic design. Yeah, almost like a brand management position. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I hundred percent see that too. Yeah. I uh if if you were to ask me what role I would be, I love like management, operational review, the structural planning side mm-hmm. of marketing. Like doing doing a lot of the like um like the CFO or the CMO roles, right? Putting together a structural plan for the whole overall campaign, putting together and meeting with the executive team to see what they're trying to disseminate through marketing and then uh finding the team to enlist and get them to be able to achieve that. That's like what I find the most fun for me about it but let's get into you where 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 does it come from for you clay and what what is what's going on up there marketing wise so when i was in high school i really didn't know where i what i want to do where i want to be so i kind of realized that marketing was something that interested me opposed to other things i wasn't 100 percent sure even going into my major if i would even like it yeah but something kind of and I, th- I think marketing is one of those majors where you can do a lot with it. So that was appealing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's something that's not going to go away. Right. But something that intrigued me was just almost the psychology behind advertising. And even more than that, once I actually entered the major and started taking more courses on marketing, one of the things that really interested me was the, the research that goes behind the marketing. Mm-hmm. So. I guess you could think of some of the bigger companies. They're not making marketing decisions these days in a boardroom, per se. They're not, like, brainstorming, throwing out ideas. They're collecting data, big data, and they're making their decisions on the analysis of a lot of data. This could be clicks. It could. It's a, a lot of things for a lot yeah, of different lot of companies. True. True. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I don't really know exactly where I want to go. So marketing. like a marketing data statistician or a, a data analytics uh, professional? I think that's something that'd be interesting. I don't know if that's my pathway. Sure. And I think 
I might need a master's if I want to go into some sort of like an analyst role. Yeah. I'm not sure. But it's it's a path that interests me. I, I think that's uh, so unique that you're saying that too because I recently was listening to uh, um, a podcast with Gary Vee and then he was talking to the head of uh, Visa MasterCard of marketing there. And he was really – he just wrote a book and it was it was really instrumental, his take on really – basically he said fundamentally – Everything that the institutions and that everyone knows about marketing is crumbling before your eyes and it's frivolous and pointless. And he points to like and gives basically his interpretation of where marketing is going and why and and why like it's important for a lot of these established organizations to adjust and go to that. And some of what he talks about, too, is is having a very data centric mentality and mindset, but still using that data to maybe let instead of being uh trying to exploit it using it to benefit a more like almost humanistic approach to how they're they're effectively reaching their consumers but i i love i love that too like for me what i i find so uniquely fascinating about it is when like i I always think back to apple's first ad have you seen that ad where it's like oh it's like this um dystopian society where like you know there's this there's uh basically everyone's locked down by the system and they're held down and there's just this one guy and he's running through and it's like this dude on a screen disseminating to all these people who are like brainwashed and sitting down and this guy's like trying to break through and like you know get out and there was something just though when you see it and you take into consideration the time that it was created that was just so moving and he like puts it stands the hairs on your back i love when an ad can make me can leave me that impression and and make me feel that way and i'm like whoa and like much like you're saying with that psychology it's like really being able to convince and convey a story in a way that makes someone want to know more about that that's so unique that ad sounds perfectly like apple because apple is about breaking through building new technology innovation is who they are yeah and when we talk about Apple too, from a brand perspective, when's the last time you heard something bad about an Apple? No one ever uses that word in a negative connotation, I feel like. It's always, it's something so simplistic. You're like, it's so friendly, right? When we think about an Apple, it's very appealing. They're so sweet, they're delicious, they're refreshing. They're, it's, it's so smart, it's so, it's so simplistic, yet it's so smart for, for developing and, and deciding what you're going to be. And I especially think in a tech sector, it's almost it's that whole idea with what they're doing right now with this concept of privacy. And they're like making it very aware in all of their marketing and all their PR material. Like we care about you. We care about your privacy. That whole idea of the apple, it's like it's a friendly food, like an apple a day keeps the doctor away. It's like a a healthy thing that you need around. And they've they've done such a good job of being a tech company that's like, no, 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 we're we're here for you. We're good for you. And then I feel like the rest of them always have, have now through time had a somewhat of a shift in light. Like now, some a lot of people are like they're like, "Whoa, Amazon! You're getting, you're doing crazy stuff. You're getting so big and all this and that." And really, Apple has carved a brand path that that keeps them really friendly. And that Apple is clever. <laughs> I think. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's so cool. So, wow, both both you guys are. Are at a very pivotal point in your life. We're making big transitions. How has COVID impacted your lives? It's definitely impacted all of our lives in so many ways. For me, I guess last spring, it uh, cut my semester. It didn't cut it short, but obviously everyone went online during that period. So I went from having four classes in person to totally being online. And a lot of the classes didn't adjust that well we didn't have a a lot of time to figure things out and then over the summer uh, I started working again the the restaurant that I work in Millhurst Sale House they opened back up so uh, that was a kind of a weird transition Mm -hmm. because I'd been out of work for a couple months at that point okay and coming back and you know just interacting with people was different it, there was like a different kind of vibe with so everything like, that was going on. Like a hesitation? Would you yeah. Say, yeah. People were yeah definitely hesitant to come in. 
and then in the fall, I, I feel like North Central really figured things out. And I was able to kind of go in person and online. They kind of had the the blended classes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything was figured out so that we're physically distanced and safe. And we could still effectively learn for the most part. Sure. So I've been blessed that I haven't been really negatively impacted. Like my family has been safe throughout this time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But it's definitely impacted my social life. And I guess the way that I've learned the past sure. over the past two and a half semesters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. When it, uh, yeah, when when COVID came back in in March, uh, the previous year, uh, they gave us, I think, a two days notice to leave campus, like everything out of the dorms. We need the space to because they used uh, UWO, not not the entire campus. Um, but they used our largest, um, a largest dormitory, as a housing vicinity for people with COVID. No so kidding. They, yeah, they put them in like a consolidated place uh, on campus, and so when we all went home, like it was, it was kind of weird coming back because it was like, okay, you you actually held people with this was a COVID hotbed. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was insane. But, uh, when I went home, cause the only reason I went home, uh, originally was because not only am I in the dorm and now I don't have a place to live, uh, I lost my job. So on okay. campus, cause I was working on campus at the time. And so when campus shut down, obviously there's no one going in and it was a, uh, it was a restaurant type, uh, environment that I was working in. And I, I was jobless. So I, I had to go back home uh, to Crystal Lake at the time because I was working at Home Depot. And it was a full-time job. So I was working full-time and doing uh, full-time online classes. And that was not fun at all. I hated it. Um, but it was kind of unique because when I went back to Home Depot, uh, it was the first initial stages of putting up like the plexiglass. Uh, so for our district, I was actually uh, part of the team who uh, first put up plexiglass at the in the Lake Zurich store. Mm-hmm. So Lake Zurich was the first place in our district to actually get the plexiglass up. And I actually physically put in the plexiglass myself. So it was a pretty it was pretty unique because after, I mean, by now, having plexiglass in our stores is kind of the norm now. I mean, you go to Walmart, you go to Target, they all have plexiglass everywhere at the checkout or the check lanes and, and everything. So it's kind of cool how to, how to see that like firsthand and be like, wow, this is like me in the moment putting up these plexiglass. It was like, it's, it's this is going to be the normal. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. It was crazy. That's, that's one thing that I feel like everyone, no matter where I'm hearing, whether it's on the TV, on social media, in the real world, everyone's going, things are instrumentally impacted forever yeah after this yeah oh definitely which is it's unique to live through something like this because i think it's the first i think this is the first mass opportunity for our generation outside of 9-11 which we were infants during Mm. um to to be faced with a level of adversity that impacts us right the the stock market crash impacted our families right it might have impacted our family lives, our family's financials but we were still dependents at that time this is something that no matter whether you're a dependent or you're not on a parent <laughs> your mm-hmm. life is impacted. oh yeah i mean this is as simple as walking outside you know really yeah i mean from even getting your mail like if you walk out of your dorm and have to walk to your mailbox you could already be in contact with whoever's you know walking their dog right. and if I don't know. It's in the initial stages, at least. I mean, we're at least to the point where we have a vaccine for it now and it's a bit calmed down. Um, actually, there was there was insane numbers uh, just about six months ago on campus. And now I think there's only 17 confirmed cases Nice. at my school currently. Yeah. So it's it's reduced like crazy because we were coming out with like. Like because uh I don't remember how long ago, but it, it was it was pretty recent where uh, students were required uh, testing, and it was it was free through campus, and they um, they were running like you know 200 plus tests on on the daily, 
and then there was a time where about 60% of that were confirmed uh, positive tests. And so we were like freaking out. I don't know how accurate the numbers were, but it was a big, it was a big significant rise in the uh, increase of positive tests uh, on campus. And so everyone was freaking out and yeah, but now 17, 17 uh, positive isn't bad. Sure. Yeah. I wanted to ask, um, I think this is really unique, too, that we're getting to talk at this perspective in our lives, because I think there's a lot of people in our shoes, right? A lot of people in a very similar situation, whether they're finishing school, whether they're doing this, whether they're doing that. Um, what is maybe the biggest thing you gain mindset-wise or have learned through college that you're like either grateful for or you're like, you know what? I might have learned this experience somewhere else, but I'm very happy that I went to college because I learned this or it created this mentality for me. Um, for both of you guys, when, if whoever wants to go. That's a really challenging question because college has changed my mindset in so many ways and yeah. changed who I am. I'm not the same person that I was when I was 18 and I graduated mm-hmm. high school. 100%. For sure. I think some of the most important takeaways from college or some of the things that I... I have guess you, have developed. you thought about this? Do you ever think like I I sit down and think about a lot of like what the past semesters were and like I feel like I always was like growing and changing. Like, do you have those t- types of times of, for reflection? Sometimes I probably not as explicitly as you do, but I've I've noticed for sure that I've changed the way that I can focus. I used to have a, a big problem focusing in classes, okay. whereas now that's it's not really a problem anymore. It's hmm. I don't know exactly what it is. I listen to a lot, a lot, a lot, like a lot of podcasts, a lot of podcasts on like 1.5 speed. And I think that helps with really? just comprehending things and staying focused. So I would say that being more focused has definitely impacted overall my life. Um, but there are definitely other takeaways that were important. I don't know what you're thinking, Chris. Yeah. I mean, uh, mainly for me, it's, it's just, uh, I guess networking and talking to people. Um, so me going up to Wisconsin, I didn't know a single person in Wisconsin. Uh, mm-hmm. So being in campus, it was like, this is a whole new crowd of people that I have never seen before. And uh, it's kind of refreshing a little bit. It's, oh, it, it is. There's, oh. there's a nerve to it, I'm sure. A little but bit. It's like also like you kind of get to reinvent yourself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, who you are in your hometown is you know, it's obsolete. No one cares. Like, cause no one knows you. So you could be, you know, whoever you wanted to be in this new, in this new environment. Um, and, and I took advantage of that. I, there were people here in Illinois that I didn't really care for. And so I just, I started over, I got new social medias and I just, I was like, all right, this is, this is me from now on. Um, so when I got to Oshkosh, uh, actually, uh, the first person, um, who I came into contact to, his name is Dom, mm-hmm. Dom Covington. Um, shout out to DJ Dom City, if you're watching this. <laughs> uh, he's actually a well-known uh, DJ on uh, in the Milwaukee, uh, Oshkosh area. Oh, hell yeah. And so he, uh, but he helped me move in. Um, he was there uh, when I, when my parents were there and he helped me, you know, uh, get my stuff in. Um, but he, uh, he's, uh, I don't remember what position he was at the time, but he he was one of the one of the exact positions in the fraternity that I joined. Okay. And so I met him and then he got me introduced to um, a couple other of the bros uh, at some. There was a glow party on campus that was hosted by the faculty and he was the DJ for it. And uh, I actually I was there taking pictures of him because I, I had a I had my camera and um he was the only one I knew. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, you know, sure. I'll, I'll come and I'll, I'll take pictures or whatever. And, um, so that was like my first experience on campus. And then, yeah, t- I met two other guys who ended up being brothers of the same fraternity. And it was being at that point, I was like, all right, I, I, I know you guys already. You guys are the only friend, <laughs> only friends I have in Wisconsin. And so it was, it just kind of blew up from there. But, uh, even through, like through the fraternity alone, I've just I've met so many people. Um, I'm in the uh, the national uh, marketing committee okay. for Odify, and uh, through there I'm just able to actually see the the content that is made nationally, and 
it's it's just an experience alone to see um like what people come up with how uh how flyers are made for different events um so i don't know it was, it was a good outlet for me that's fantastic thank you yeah. for sharing I, yeah. i'm gonna move simba real quick but uh <laughs> so networking you're saying was your biggest networking for sure mentality yeah. takeaway yep. that you have so far through, through school yeah absolutely wow that's that's really really cool i like yeah. that uh, thank you play i wanted to, i wanted to see maybe where do you want to stay in illinois do you want to go somewhere else are you willing to move where are you at right now i'm still trying to figure that out uh i wouldn't be opposed to maybe moving to a different state if I had a really good job offer mm-hmm. or if it was something that I was really passionate about, I think it would be hard because I would want to be close to my family. Yeah. My dad lives in Florida, but my pretty much the rest of my family lives in Illinois. So I think it would be hard to kind of break away from them. Mm-hmm. But if I had something that was really intriguing, something that I was Are really, really passionate family about. Oriented? I would say that I'm pretty family oriented. Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. That's good, man. Yeah. That's I, a great um, way to be. You have a brother, right? I do have a brother. What is he up to? Yeah. He's actually a marketer. He does is digital he No way no. it runs in the blood. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Is he working somewhere right now doing marketing? And Yeah, he's doing marketing in the Naperville area, but he uh, he does SEO, the God, search engine optimization. Yeah, that's sort of like a specialty? Yeah, that's his specialty. He does a lot of digital marketing. He cool. does pretty much all of the editing for the company that he works at. Wow, that's sick. No way. What what company? Out of curiosity. I, I, I don't want to get it wrong, but I think it's called giftsforyou.com. Okay, okay. So okay. they do a, basically online customized gifts, and it's pretty cool. Dude, that's really nice, cool. Nice, nice, yeah. Man, and how about you? What, what, do, what you got any siblings? Where, the, where are they up to? Yeah, I know uh, you, have, you have younger siblings. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm the oldest in my family, so Aiden's. How is that dynamic for you? It's cool. It's cool. I mean, I being in Wisconsin, it sucks because I can't. I you know I don't have the you know face to face interaction with the with yeah. the fam as much as I would like to. Um, but it's cool. I mean, we'll we'll play Minecraft on the weekends or you know Fortnite. You know, just just to stay engaged. Um, and then you know social media's help, but you know you can only you know snap someone for so long, and then it's like okay, we're not gonna have a full blown conversation on Snapchat. So. Uh, your dog is super cute, by the way. How's being a puppy thank parent? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, she's she's great, honestly. Does um, she keep you up ever? No. Uh, you know, when we got her, because uh, we got her when she was, uh, as soon as we could. I don't remember. I don't know. She was like six to eight weeks. I don't remember. Because mm-hmm. dogs uh, aren't supposed to leave their uh their mother until their six to eight weeks or whatever i can't remember what, what, what but yeah we got her as soon as possible because uh she actually came in from texas and so uh when we got her we got her super young and then uh she mainly just like slept in bed with us because okay. yeah and then when she was old enough we you know put her in our crate and whatnot and then we got her accustomed to that so she only woke us up in the middle of the night you know a handful of times she did pretty yeah she did pretty well and now she's about six months and it it's crazy to see them grow because i was actually i was actually concerned uh that she wasn't the breed that she was listed as and so i was like why is she why is she still small because in my mind she should be growing quicker she should be growing quicker you know (laughs) but she's not like i said she just turned six like six months she's old so, so she's still super young yeah so i had a thought while we were walking to, by the way we all went hiking earlier today at starved rock it was really cool i've never been hiking yeah. there when it was icy out i haven't either and that was a lot of fun i saw some people had spikes on their shoes i was like that's smart yeah like, there's like attachable spikes you can add for winter hiking. yeah ice fishing yeah, yeah. that's oh. mainly what they're used for i i would know you know wisconsin. oh yeah yeah yeah. Not you go, <laughs> yeah yeah you're wisconsin now you're yeah. hunter man you're yeah hunter right i went ice fishing for the first time this semester <laughs> that's how it was in ohio man all my friends i'm gonna have him on actually one of my good friend will cool. uh everyone in ohio they hunt they hunt they fish it's a great time i love it like i i love fishing that's fishing. my favorite way to get out in nature is when like you can just go try and try and interact be catching or, or, mm-hmm. or being a part of observing and just becoming one with the ecosystem yeah that's sick to me yeah Sneakers are not the move when you're hiking in the winter. <laughs> no, they're not. I, yeah. Clay definitely found that out today. Yeah, I knew that it was going to be tragic. <laughs> was I, it slippery for you? It was really bad. Not really? the entire time, 
but on the ice, climbing the stairs was nearly impossible in some parts. Yeah. And when I was coming down, I didn't have the traction on the sneaker, the sneaker bottom, so I had to slide down in a few areas. <laughs> on your butt. Yeah. I slid down too. There was this one steep path that remember I. Just, yeah. Like, I was just like, I'm gonna go down on my yeah. butt. Yeah. And then Sunny just like walked it like normal. Yeah, she's fine. Like wow, her thanks. Claws and Paul. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> awesome. I uh, I wanted to maybe ask and see what what is some goals that you guys have set for yourself and and have you have you thought about that recently is there some things that you're like i i need to do this or i'm working towards this or is there anything maybe on the bucket list that you haven't gotten to do yet that maybe talking about it out loud would would maybe manifest it or bring it one step closer uh i you know what i one big goal for me is i want to live somewhere with a lot of nature and water like nice. having it doesn't have to be the ocean like right. i mean just i don't want to look out and see water and then like land you know like close away i want to actually see like the wide open water and then just like beautiful nature and yeah i i don't know so a retention pond wouldn't work for you no no <laughs> no retention ponds i don't want to see manholes sure but sure. yeah it, i don't know i just nature's that's a great goal to have yeah i i love that too like i i i would love to retire to like either canada like i my real dream would be getting a hundred acres in the wild of winnipeg and yeah raising buffaloes and just living off the buffaloes cool yeah Yeah, i don't know about raising any animals or anything like that i don't know if i'd be up for that but i'm trying to like mountains sustainable yeah yeah that's cool that's cool yeah that would be sick yeah i just i guess i i just want the landscape you know, I, I want the mountains, the trees, the, yeah, the beautiful water. Yeah. That's awesome. Clayton? Clay. So I'm notoriously bad for setting long-term goals. <laughs> but I, I, so I have a lot of short-term goals. Okay. Like, That's not bad. Like I'm, I'm trying to get good grades. I'm, you most know, of the, I'm, yeah. Yeah. yeah like most I'm of my applying to places, yeah. trying to build my resume. Yeah. Uh, I, you know one of the big things I try to do is get into the gym like four times a week. Good. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of short term stuff, but I've never been the guy that, that really has these like kind of long term goals that I'm working towards. I'm more of like a step by step, you know? Yeah. Your in- incremental growth. And yeah. You're just sort of, you're um, very flexible. It feels like, like, you know, you're flowing with the time, really focusing in on what you're doing now. And I like that. That's sick. Yeah, yo, that's a cool mentality. Yep. Like getting here, <laughs> learn and understand you guys is a mentality. Yeah, it's cool. I want. Is it? Do you guys want to plug anything? And there's a chance to to plug something here on the show at the end. Nothing. Not really. All I right. don't. I don't know. Any topics that we we haven't hit that you're like, oh, I need to talk about this, or I think this would be interesting. Oh, what are your thoughts on aliens? They exist. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. What do you? Do you believe that they are, are they intelligent life forms? Are they, do they, are they carbon-based life forms? What do you think if, if they exist? Are they smarter than us? Do you think? Oh, oh yeah. So much smarter than us. Yes. I think, cause I don't know. I, I told you this once already today cause we were talking about like, uh, conspiracy theories and whatever, but, uh, I think it's awesome going back and seeing like like i recently found out the great pyramid mm-hmm. uh it's uh measurements if you like scale it is the is is earth so the i don't know if it was the surface area of like the base is the actual circumference uh measurement of earth and so wow. like there's small like stuff like that that people are like starting to catch up on and it's it's just so intriguing. So intriguing. Maybe even data or or um, scientific discoveries to be made that might uncover that like wow, there's something here that was smarter than it should have been yeah. before its time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, and like the 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 tombs that were used in in Egypt yeah. are made out of some sort of it was some sort of rock or something, but it was like insanely smooth, like no. Like you would need Almost special, perfectly smooth. Yeah, 
like you would need special like equipment to actually get it like smoothed and polished and whatnot and and people were making that stuff back you know before technology existed like before civilization existed like sure so i don't know i think it would be i think there's more evidence backing it up that says there's no way they weren't here sure than saying oh yes they were here perfect cool. clay what's your maybe your interpretative thought on this at this again and this is a the beautiful thing about this is the show is an encompassing period it's an encompassing thought of what we're feeling in this moment of our lives at this time, you know? And that's the beauty of it is like, you get to look back and be like, wow, my thoughts might've changed or it might've grown, or I think more of this, or I think less of yeah. this, but where are you at with that, that topic? First, I want to circle back to Chris. <laughs> I thought you were saying for a second that the earth is a pyramid. And I was like, bro. <laughs> no, but it is a whole new interpretation of flat earth. I'm playing, dude. I'm I like, can't. oh boy. I, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure from a lot of guys who have been up in space, it's not flat. It's not. Unfortunately. No, I don't think so. Rest in peace, Flat Earth. Have you seen that? Okay. It's have been you seen the Earth is not flat. Have you seen that Netflix special? Which one? Uh, I think it's called The Earth is or The Earth is Flat or The Earth is, is Not a, Flat. Is it a documentary? It's a documentary. Yeah. Argue that it is. Yeah. And I I'm not even kidding you. At the end of it, they have a test. Or, okay, so throughout throughout like the entire thing, they're doing like the, a special test or something. Like you yeah. see, like I think they shine a laser, and it's like it's a, a stationary laser, and then they they point it in a single direction, and they're like, okay, well if the Earth is flat, like you'll be able to see it in this hole, and they like do the math or whatever to figure it out, and like by the by the end of the thing, it proves that there is a curvature of Earth, and it's just like dead space, like just the sound like cuts in and it's just like the end of it <laughs> it's the greatest amazing. thing ever it was so great that's a fantastic yeah. parody okay now we're back to the aliens yeah so my opinion do they exist maybe i don't know i don't think there's enough evidence to say that they exist now but i we do know that there are a lot of galaxies like a tremendous like an unimaginable amount of galaxies in space that's been unexplored yep so I think it's possible. I just yeah. don't think that we know yet. Yeah. And we don't know if they would be more intelligent or the same unintelligent. I don't know. We don't know. Truly. Yeah. But it's fascinating. It is it's really fascinating. Truly fascinating. There's there's many documentaries out there too that I've that I've watched on aliens. There's this one guy. Of course I forgot his name. I can't remember his name. But he had he documented Every sighting, every um, abduction, every communicate or uh, every like communication that he had with alien, like yeah. unknown. I don't know. I don't Life know what to forms. say. But yeah, but yeah. it's it's crazy because he has like he has videos, he has pictures. Um, there's one story in particular that he had a surveillance camera on the side of his house. And there was a beam of light that came down and you saw you saw the light and then you saw it come to the camera and then the the camera cuts out. Okay. And then the next day he was able to actually retrieve the file and watch it. Um the siding of the house was like melted, but not like dramatically like like dripping, but it was like kinda like warped. And there was a siding company coming to replace it. And his landlord had been gone on vacation. And there's like, how would he have known that? But also he looked up the uh, company for the for the siding. And the siding company didn't exist. Like he, he searched everywhere for files. And he was like, like who told you to come out here and, and do this? He was like, yeah, don't, don't worry about it. It's like, it's on us today and it was super sketch super sketch and it was like the craziest thing ever and yeah yeah it's like uh that's probably government agencies unofficially yeah 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 Yeah. Hmm. that's interesting so many stories i I love i love how averse you are in these uh contemplative stories of inner alien interactions i uh (laughs) lately i've been having that thought of you know truly if 
just like you're saying with your whole galaxy principle there, if there really is this so much expansive and and and, and we are a type zero civilization, right? We're at point seven mm-hmm. of a civilization. We are not intelligent enough even to to currently leave the bounds of this planet and use all of its materials in a way that makes us larger than just one, a one planetary species because that's when you go from a type one to or from a type zero to a type one civilization and on this concept there's even higher types of civilizations that may even surpass i i i think if we there is something out there just like with the, how many galaxies and it's so expansive i think the concept of an alien goes farther than even just a carbon-based thing that we think of that can can formulate consciousness and formulate um physical tangible worldly life I think it could be bigger. It could be more. I hate to use this example, like you know, on Rick and Morty, there's like that, like foggy entity that's brilliant or whatever. There's like yeah. that, like electronic fog thing that's super smart. Mm-hmm. Like that's the type of thing that I'm talking about, but in a less comedical sense of maybe there's a life form that's so, so far ahead of us that, quite frankly, being a, a type zero civilization, we're pointless. We're we're just as important as we think of an ant in their ant mound hmm. you know and i if that is the case scenario i definitely think that's why we'll never really see them or that's why we would love like i feel it's almost so it's so funny too in a sense i feel like too because we are so we as humans we are we are so inclined to want something to be an experience that it's like oh yes of course the aliens are gonna fucking pick our planet bro they're yeah. gonna talk to us right and right. like i'm like i feel like if they're really wise or maybe, maybe they do love us. Maybe they think we're a brilliant experiment. We're the best thing to study and contemplate to study for them. But I, I love this topic, and I'm so open-minded. Like, I, I don't not, I don't do, I'm I'm so willing. I'm so willing to listen to all of it. I love it. Have you heard um, any of the cases about, like, Bob Lazar and yeah. his time with yeah. uh, Area 51 and mm-hmm. that? Yep. I, he's, he's a really interesting man. I... I find it fascinating because I think he's so versed in propulsion and physics and understanding of that technology, but I don't, I, I don't know how much of his story I, f- I find fully credited. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. I feel I, I, I was talking to when we, we were talking, uh, off the air with, with, uh, Craig, um, the Tic Tac experience too. I, I don't, I, I feel like the videos we have that the, the, that the government released, I feel like they're not. They're not vivid enough proof yet that that is that yeah. is actually accurate. So I, Some people think they're really doctored. I still haven't seen because I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that is. What is that? It's um, so uh, Commander Fravor and uh, his flight squadron were out doing a routinely nighttime thing, and when they came across um, these obscure unidentified flying objects that were doing. Uh, maneuvers that quite frankly broke the laws of propulsion and uh, aerospace engineering that we understand currently okay and the footage is is, it's very low grade because you know if it was really doing that it's it's moving much quicker than the like uh technology system could keep up with in the the planes and in the fighter jets and the government released that and said, yeah, this is a confirmed unidentified object that we have sightings of here. And, hmm. But it's it's a highly controversial one to talk about, but I thought that's interesting. Um, before we wrap up here, what is one piece of advice for someone listening who who maybe needs some guidance right now or, or who just wants to be inspired and motivated in a sense from both of you guys? What is one piece of advice you got for the world? This is day to day. Like a day day to day advice? Just advice. Just advice for the world for someone. If you know, let's say someone's like, I'm not sure what I want to do with my life yet, or like from just the experiences you've had, what's something valuable you think you could give as 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 a piece of wisdom? There's so many things I could say, but the thing that I'm thinking of just off the top of my head is learn how to talk to people. Yep. Learn how to effectively communicate with people and, and get comfortable, put yourself out there. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, I was I was gonna say something very similar along the lines, but also um, understand that life is short, but mm. y- you still have a lot of time left. Sure. You know, I mean, if you take in consideration you have twenty four hours in a day, that's a lot of hours. 
you know left of your of your life like it is a huge saying that people understand you know life is short and you can only live once mm-hmm. um but you know it's just like i don't know like don't don't be so like i have to get things done now like cuz in my situation like i i couldn't do that mm-hmm. like i couldn't just go to school like pick one thing and just do it. It was like I, I want to actually do what I want to do. I don't want to, you know. Had I, had I been like about to graduate with a with an engineering degree, it's like, is this really what I want? What I want to do? Like, I don't want to hate what I'm doing the rest of my life. So I want to actually take the time and an effort to to figure that out before making a final decision. So, yeah. I, I don't know. That's great. No, I, I love it. I like, I, I love how open you guys have been and thank you guys so much for being on. And this has been a really fun reunion and, uh, just the whole weekend of us being together has been really, really It's cool. been a blast. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Honestly, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, with that note, we are all done. This has been another episode of the humanistic perspective podcast. Make sure to, uh, like subscribe and share with your friends and, uh, we can't wait. We have more in store for you. Have a great day, folks. Peace. <laughs>